0: Welcome to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast, hosted by Craig Phillips and Jeff Torrey. Visit us at FantasyFootballProfit.com. And now your hosts, Craig and Jeff. Welcome everyone to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast. I'm Craig Phillips, joined as always by Jeff Torrey. And today, it's our, I think this might be our third annual Players We Love episode here. Where we're just going to go over, we have five players each that we love in 2019 it can be i don't even i have no idea where you're going jeff with this list you have no idea where i'm going we had no parameters for it it's just players we love it could be the first ranked player in the league it can be the 80th rank doesn't really make a difference it's just for some reason or other, we like these guys this year and they're going to make our list here in just a second uh before we do that make sure you guys go check us out on twitter at the ff profit or instagram at fantasy football profit the website's fantasyfootballprofit.com and you can always send us any kind of questions on Twitter, Instagram to gmail.com. We'll read them on the air here as we go forward as we're starting to gear up for fantasy season. And it kind of feels like we started, like fantasy season is really here as of yesterday starting the Scott Fishbowl. So that was uh I'm I'm pumped, Jeff. I don't know about you. That was it's a slow draft, what 1200 teams and some interesting strategies. Did you pick anybody anybody in your team or as a player you love or did you not even get in one of these guys
1: uh, yeah i did i okay, did get good, good. got one so far yeah
0: good yes yeah, i have i have one as well i have one and yeah. i missed out on a couple <laughs> kind of disappointed it's uh that, that, that's always a interesting league, different settings but we'll might talk about that as we go because i'm going to be up on the clock here in a minute and i'm going to have to probably make my selection so i might talk it out in the air once we go but how about we we'll just start out with uh, your number five player you love for 2019.
1: Number five. This is a recent development <laughs> as I look more and more into him. And first of all, I have to say the kind of like the parameters of what I did. Uh, I mean, Craig said it, but it doesn't necessarily think that I'm I think that they're going to, you know, break out or or do anything. For some reason, I just really, really like the player and I'm rooting for them. And I think that they will do well this season. Or, you know, I'm kind of rooting for him to break out. So with that caveat, uh, number five, I don't think anyone's going to have any problem with this one. Cooper Cup has completely grown on me. And I like him even more because because of his injury, he's going at a pretty reasonable place right now. And if you looked at what he was able to put together last year um, with, uh, you know, uh, with. Jared Goff finally kind of coming together a little bit more as a quarterback and that dynamic offense, he was able to put together a seven game stretch, if you will, even though he had a few injuries, you know, uh, to miss a few games. And then obviously he, he destroyed his ACL, um, which took him out the rest of the game, but he had six touchdowns, 566 yards, and that was in the slot as well. So he had 40 receptions in that amount of time. I mean, he, he was on his way to becoming, you know, Goff's favorite target. And I think that him in the slot is just a, a recipe for success because I think that he is able to get open and he is able to kind of get the amount of receptions that you really need, especially in, say, PPR. Um, so I really like the guy. Um, and you hear nothing but good things about him. You hear that he works really hard. You hear that his injury rehab is going tremendously well. And I think uh, you will see, I, I think they realize how important he is um, especially in that slot position, to help out with, you know, Cooks and um, the other side of who I always forget his name. Obviously, he was very, very good. <laughs> Woods. <laughs> yeah, Woods, which I, I always forget about. But he, he did fantastic last year, too. So I, I don't see any reason why Goff in that offense shouldn't be good again, throwing the ball, especially, and I, I say it, you know, many of times, but especially if you are one of the people who don't think Gurley is going to be used as heavily um, you might think that they will throw it a little more and that can only benefit him. So Cooper cup, I like him for a lot of different reasons. So I wanted to talk about him a little bit. I mean, I, I don't,
0: I guess, dislike Cooper cup anymore. Like maybe I used to, but he's still, he hasn't, he, he, he's just in that eh, category for me where actually I was considering, look, I was looking at my rankings the other day and he might find his way going down. Other no reason other than I, he just, I don't know. I, I don't think I'm worried about the injury, but maybe slightly to start the year. He should be fine. It looks like, but I don't know. I, I, I have a part of it, I guess is to three wide receivers. Someone has to not get the catches. I would think maybe I don't know who that's going to be. It's a, some. I don't know. I, I just have a hard time with him for some reason. It's not even like, I don't dislike the guy. I have him ranked pretty decently, but when I'm in giraffes, I don't find myself picking him. And, and that's where I can tell I don't love it. <laughs>
1: yeah. And I'll be honest, when I was prepping for the Scott Fishbowl, his name kept coming up and he was still on the board and because he was injured. And so I kept looking into him and I was like, okay, is this knee going to be okay? Like, I really wanted to dive into this before. Yeah. Because he, he's a quality player. And the more and more I read about him, the more and more I looked into it, the more I was like, wow, this guy was really on pace to do yeah, something special last year. Um, and I, especially even, I don't care where you play. If if you play a full season and you're going to get double-digit touchdowns, which it looks like he would have pretty easily, um, you know I want you on my team.
0: I'm I'm up in the fishbowl. Oh yeah. Who? Oh, Alshon just went. I was going to pick Alshon just to be safe and get my get a wide receiver because I picked Tyreek, (laughs) and now he's gone. Sterling Shepard went, so I need a wide receiver. At least I told myself I was just going to get best best available here, but now I'm looking at do I really do I need to get that wide receiver? Golden Tate, Marvin Jones, Cortland Sutton, Will Fuller are out there. You just pick Cortland Sutton and call it good, huh? Takes a chance there. Yeah, I Could like be Cortland. Good. Yeah, that's a uh, screw it. I'm if you ever if you guys look up my team at some point, you'll realize I'm just going I'm going uh, going big or going home this year. I'm going all out for the the risky plays, but I'll pick Cortland Sutton. But all right, I'll go to my number five, and this is a very recent, very recent development. <laughs> this could probably have been on the players we haven't talked about list in a way. Cause I haven't really, my love for this guy has not been known to the podcast. I would say. Okay. And no one, even in my rankings, my rankings just changed like today. I posted the new ones on um, Instagram today at quarterback, new quarterback rankings went out today and I've increased this guy quite a bit.
1: Oh, Great. What? It's not the rookie. Is it?
0: His name is Kyler
1: Murray. I knew it. Well, why I don't. I don't. Okay. Go I don't, ahead. I'm hey. not even
0: sure why, Jeff. Right.
1: If you love him, you love him. I'm but not going to give I've, you credit. I why. have
0: always. I've, I've liked Kyler Murray's before the draft. There's something about this guy that I'm just interested in in, in this season and how that's going to play out. I don't know how it's going to play out. But it's the combination of Kyler Murray, who is just a player we really haven't seen that often of that size. You know, it's just not something – he's not picked number one. He shouldn't normally be picked number one. And then to put the you know put Kingsbury in there at, at Coat, <laughs> who's – he didn't really have a great college career as a head coach, but his offenses were always great. His offenses were just always really good. His teams necessarily weren't that great. I don't really care how good the Cardinals are. But their offense could just be really good. And there's just something that's just so intriguing for me right now. And I – want a part of that. This is where Kyler Murray becomes the guy I break my don't draft a backup quarterback rule for. And Kyler Murray's the reason I'm going to break that rule this year at times. And he is now I moved him up to 14th in my ranks today. He's all the way up to 14th. That means he's ahead of like Tom Brady. Now he's ahead so people went nuts on that one. Some of them like, how do you drink a rookie who's never played ahead of Tom Brady? Well like I, I <laughs> did it because I can. It's, it's fantasy football. Come on. It's not that big of a deal, but he's 14th. He's right ahead of Dak Prescott, Tom Brady, Jameis Winston for me, and Mitch Trubisky. I don't know. I'm just interested. There's something about this guy that's intriguing. I, there's nothing to go on. We haven't seen him. We have nothing at all. I don't have a – we haven't seen him at preseason. We haven't seen him in anything. I just think it's intriguing, and there's something about it that I want to have him on my team in case he hits. But you also don't have to – you don't have to go crazy for him, Probably. You shouldn't have to. And if you do, don't do it. Don't, like, reach. But if you're going to get a backup quarterback, get Kyler Murray. Get him a couple rounds earlier than he might normally do it. Because yeah. well, So I'm going Kyler Murray.
1: The thing I worry about with Kyler Murray, and I, I get the excitement, right? But I, I feel like we we get this every year, especially with a quarterback or, say, a tight end or something, which it, it usually takes them a little bit, um, you know, at least a season or something. And we saw it with Baker Mayfield, the same thing. Like, everyone was super psyched. Obviously, he wasn't starting. But Kyler Murray and I also I believe me I also get the idea that man I, I want a piece of this new offense. I hopefully that he he takes it from you know the college game spreads everything out you know Kyler Murray already ran it in college he was very very successful. you know what does that look like? can you can it translate to the professional level? I mean I don't know yet and I, I understand where you're coming but Kyler Murray is his ADP um, is like 11th. Like he is almost being drafted as wow. a starting. That, okay, that is a little nuts, and, and that's the only reason I, I have an issue with it. But I, I understand why you like him, but I, I hate feeding into that. But you haven't you haven't ranked him <laughs> too crazy high yet. in yeah. my mind. No, yeah. I think 14th. You're kind of like okay. He whatever. was like
0: 21st before that move today. I don't know. It's just and I haven't, we haven't talked about him very much at all this year. No, so it's probably maybe a surprise because I just why. This is what somebody said in, in the comments earlier on Instagram when I made this post. They made the comment about basically why um, it's a it's a mistake to get Kyler Murray. Why don't you just pick like Philip Rivers who will get you points? Which, sure. Okay, Philip Rivers is always that. He's like that safe guy. But he's only been in the top 10 once in the last five years. So you know what? I don't know if I need Philip Rivers. I'm going to take the chance on Kyler Murray. And if it doesn't work out, guess what? There'll be somebody else on the way for where you're going to be fine unless you're in a two QB league. But you will be just perfectly fine if you get Kyler Mernie doesn't work. You're you're fine unless you're in a league that really. Um, if you,
1: yeah, if you can start two QBs, well, that, if you're in a 12, maybe if, if you're, you know, if you're
0: like in a Scott Fishbowl type where right. the interceptions right. are, though, a lot more um, penalized, yeah, he might. Be a little bit more cautious. The interceptions might be there, but yeah, I like Kyler. I think he's gonna I think he's gonna be special player. So he made my players be loveless. So how about your number four?
1: Number four. It everyone knows my affinity for this guy, but I I really like Mike Williams. I I liked him coming out of college, you know. And the big question mark was is he gonna be able to get healthy, stay healthy, all that? And I thought last year he did a really nice job in a crowded offense who you know, they put up good points, obviously, um, establishing himself and kind of showing the tools that, you know, were the whole reason why he was drafted so high. You can't really teach size, obviously. So being a 6'4", 220 wide receiver is special. No, you know what I mean? He, he's going to be able to win jump balls. He's going to be able to do a lot of stuff. And I, I just, I think he is very, very exciting. And to watch him really kind of come out at the end of last year when they had a few injuries, um, you know uh, what he had that um, seven receptions for 76 yards and two touchdowns and um, you know, I think he had a, a game-winning catch as well and that that was kind of this step where I was like okay he, he's on the right track because there was a, a little bit where I thought maybe this guy is a great athlete but he's he just doesn't have that will to compete at the next level um, so that kind of cleared it up for me. I thought that was wonderful, and Rivers needs that type of guy. You have Keenan Allen, Hunter Henry, Gordon is going to get a ton of catches. You have Eklar. You have you have a lot of people there. But I think what I saw last year um, makes me very very excited for his future, and I think that they will start grooming him to be that maybe not number one, you know, with Keenan Allen there, but a different type of number one. That that deep threat, that red zone threat, that. Keenan Allen just really isn't he's wonderful at getting you know reception getting a little bit open and and kind of moving the ball down the field so I I really like him and what he could do for that offense
0: he's he didn't make my list but he's definitely one that would would have been there you're very close to it I really like Mike Williams a lot funny thing is you started a list with two wide receivers I have none on my list (laughs) really yeah not one Uh, but Mike Williams would have been near the top of my list actually if it was going to be like a wide receiver he's up there maybe because I the guy's extremely talented, mm-hmm. and he's he started his career hurt. So when he finally gets in the swing of things a little bit last year, hey, you get to see what the ability is. And guess what? He's heading into year three. I don't know if the year three wide receiver thing is still a thing, but, hey,
1: might be. Well, it it <laughs> seems to be because right? we've hit on multiple, and I, I have to, like, the year three, especially for a bigger, taller yeah. wide receiver, yeah. it seems to be holding pretty true. I, I feel yeah. like we should actually look that up and put a list together. But. Yeah, that's
0: a it, it's it's just – it's. People got spoiled, I think, by the Odell Beckham, you know, that kind of thing, and a couple other guys that really, you know, broke out right away. But it's not always that way. Antonio Brown didn't break out right away. If you look at some of the top receivers like today, DeAndre Hopkins, did he break out right away? He didn't. It was a few years. Devontae Adams, it took him a few years. Those two guys who right now are considered the top two wide receivers, it took them a couple years to break out. Antonio Brown, same thing. Then you have some other guys in there that didn't, but maybe Mike Williams could be that next one that just took a couple years. And all of a sudden he's one of the top guys. It it can definitely happen, but he's not on my list. He's close to it, but I'll go my number four. I'm not going to spend too much time on this because I talk about this guy all the time. It's David Njoku. I just, I love David Njoku this year. He is now moved up to my number five tight end ranked. He's my fifth ranked tight end now. So he's only which uh, he's ninth in consensus, but he's my and he's eight, tenth in ADP, but he's my fifth. So, a lot of people are almost overlooking him in a way because of, I mean, you got Odell Beckham, you have Jarvis Landry, you have all these guys to throw the ball to. How's Njoku going to get anything? I think that offense is going to be good enough. Where in is going to be involved? I talked about it before. I think he's going to be a red zone guy. He's going to get some catches, and he is so young. And this is another one. It took. It's going to take a couple years for him to become. A really good player but i mean what is he he's like 23 years old still yeah he's still he's not even his birthday is tomorrow actually
1: oh, he will birthday. turn
0: 24 years old but actually well, as you guys as you're listening to this he's it's it's his birthday because this will come out late tonight we're recording this tuesday night so wednesday it's it's david njoku's birthday he's now a whole he's 24 years old that is it 24 he's uh yeah quite young yet why why can't he be you know great player yet he's he's going to be i really think he's gonna be and yeah i'm excited i'm excited about him i think he's gonna be really good this year so you don't have him you probably have him a little bit further down than i do maybe rank a little You're bit counter like henry you'll have ahead of him you'll probably have, right, right. Evan, have yeah. Evan ingram ahead of him but
1: but yeah I, I like him i think his upside is really really big but for all the reasons you say you know that's why he gets downgraded a little bit but he you know he's one of the guys that you're rooting for because he has all the talent in the world, and you're hoping that he can really put that together. And I do have another tight end on this list, and I think the arguments I'm going to make for him, um, I can make the same ones for Nijoku.
0: Yep. Well, so I mean, even look like a player like George Kittle. George Kittle broke out last year. He was 24. He had he turned. He was 24 when he broke out. I know he was 25 all season. He he'll turn he'll turn 26 October. So he was twenty five the majority of the year. See, it just takes like Zach Ertz. He didn't. He he didn't break out right away. Travis Kelsey. He didn't break out right away. None of those guys did. It's tight end positions even. It doesn't. It takes longer than wide receiver. So the joke who's definitely gonna be one. I don't know. We'll talk about one. Might talk about somebody else later. <laughs> Another tight end. So that was my number four. Let's go to your number three.
1: Number three. Um, I, I want to talk about this guy because we really don't talk about the top guys too much um you know it gets a little bit boring and repetitive because you you can't say mm-hmm. oh zeke or saquon or whoever yeah. is good we know they're good yeah but i do want to i've loved this guy forever elvin kamara first of all he's just wonderful <laughs> i mean he's fun to watch he's a he's a great talent and yeah he is ranked currently the fourth best running back but i do feel That, you know, he's kind of in that first tier, but not really. People kind of talk about Zeke, Saquon, and McCaffrey, and then they talk about the rest. And I think Elvin Kamara is an interesting one. I don't know if they will change how they use him. He's very productive without getting the kind of touches other people do. So I don't necessarily think that maybe all of a sudden he's going to be, you know, what we would consider a primary back and get 300 carries. I don't think that's how they're going to do it. But in my mind, I'm always like, what if they did? <laughs> what would that look like? I mean, last year, he did. He almost got 200 carries, which is, you know, good for him. 194 rushes, 883 yards, which comes out to be 4.6 yards a, a clip, 14 touchdowns. And then, I mean, that's mind-blowing right there. And then 81 receptions, four touchdowns from that. I mean, you know, 700 yards receiving. It, he is just so dynamic that it doesn't matter what kind of game flow it is. He is going to be involved. He is going to get the ball. And the fact that they gave him so much love in the red zone last night or last night, last year, (laughs) I I just, man, uh, there's not anything I can say against the guy. I mean, if it, if it wasn't for the fact that I know that Zeke is just going to, you know, he's just going to be loaded up with touches. So is Saquon. And if it wasn't for McCaffrey, like breaking uh, a running back record for receiving last year, this guy would, you know, people would get a little more excited about the fact that Ingram is no longer backing him up. Um, he does have another very, you know, suitable back that can that can do some stuff. So I don't think they have to use him more. But what if they did? <laughs> he,
0: it's funny because we we have not talked about him very much. Mm-mm. He's just kind of just sitting there, just sitting there, fourth running back. You kind of, I don't know why. He was it he started last year so he was he was great and it kind of I don't know if it tailed off a little bit, but yeah, we we need to talk about him more and it, I don't know if a lot of people just assume Latavius Murray's gonna jump into the Mark Ingram role almost completely.
1: I don't know, is he? He's not as good as Mark Ingram. I mean I, I Some people think he is. He's fine. He really is. Yeah. He's a very good backup running back. And they use they use a tandem back, and I'm sure they don't wanna just run him into the ground because they don't have to. But I, I just love his production and how much he gets. I mean, even on that offense, we think is so deadly, you have to think that Alvin Kamara is the number one running back and the number two wide receiver. Yep. It's pretty crazy to think about.
0: And he he, he had 194 carries last year. He got up there. Man, that 81 catches two years ago it was crazy. <laughs> yeah. Pretty good. Yeah. All right. So he's your number three. My, three. My number three is a running back as well. And um, this is uh, actually one that most people, for some reason this year, think I'm crazy. And you know what? He he showed up on my Players We Love list because of where I can get him. His name's Todd Gurley. Just have to talk about him one more time. (laughs) He's not dead, is he? Like, I think people are acting like Todd Gurley's dead and his career is over. Like, he's basically Frank Gore at this point. (laughs) Like... He, I don't even know where to begin. Like, how is he? He okay in the Scott Fishbowl? He's like the running back eleven. You almost got him in the third round, Jeff. That was
1: one pick. One I, literally, pick that one really, away. really hurt my feelings. You
0: almost <laughs> got Todd Gurley in the third round. That's insane.
1: It is, he, and that and that's in a twelve man league, right? Yeah. Well,
0: that's insane, and this is what makes it. Or I, the injury, yes. He isn't a hundred. He's never going to be as healthy as he was anymore. There's going to be that lingering thing. It's going to get worse over time. It will. I mean, it's it's not going to go away. It's not something that goes away. It's just going to get, it's going to get a little worse. It's going to probably, but you know what? They know how to manage it. They're going to, He's he's not going to, they're not going to run him into the ground anymore. But the best part about this whole thing is you don't have to pay for Todd Gurley anymore. You don't have to pay for the player he, he's been. You can get Todd Gurley at a discount. You can get Todd Gurley in the second round now. And that right there, the, the risk is, okay, there's a little bit of risk maybe, I guess, but not really. You're getting Todd Gurley. You're getting the number one running back in the NFL for two years in the second round. That's in, that's amazing. You're getting him in the second round. So they're right there. The injury already built into that. You're not drafting him like number one with the injury risk. You're drafting him at the, like probably the beginning of the second round with injury risk. You'll do that. Why not? It's Todd Gurley. The guy's he's still going to be great. <laughs> he's not going to get as many touches as he did before. But like somebody said, I was talking to somebody else and they're saying um, if he got like 215 touches or something like that, yeah, he'd still be a top back. And I don't. I think he's gonna get more than 215 touches because that would be carries plus catches and only like two. It's yeah. He's gonna be up there.
1: Yeah.
0: He's. You're getting him. I mean, shoot. You could have drafted him in the second round of the fishbowl if you had wanted to. Yeah. And that's just that's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. That's just. Yeah, and
1: the only reason I didn't is because you thought
0: you get him in the third. You wanted yeah. to take the chance. And, and also,
1: you know, it's, they, they do give uh, more points in receptions. So I was like, I got Saquon first, and then. But anyway, yeah, yeah, and uh, you know, I feel the same exact way. I, I love the guy, number one running back, two years in a row. It, <laughs> I mean, you get you get a little bit of bad news, and then everyone just completely well, is off of him. It, it it is has gotten out of control because yeah,
0: you're not the risk is already gone because you're the earliest. Okay, the, I always I look at the fishbowl because there was a hundred hundred leagues, so it's you get a good feel for it. The earliest he went was pick eleven. That's it. That's the. Or absolute earliest he ne- went. He was never
1: in the top ten. No, is mind blowing.
0: That's unreal. And but that's that's perfectly fine. The latest he went was uh, pick five of the third. That was the latest he went. Was pick five of the third. So yeah, that's uh, you're getting tied I, early then. I,
1: I, I mean, then that's. I know you said it. You said it. You said it. But I, I love the fact that you can get him in the second round and. What if he yeah, what if he does get less carries? Who cares? Like he you will get a top ten back. That that's what I'm telling you. As long as if, he doesn't have an injury that is not this one.
0: This is the thing is too. If you if you get Todd Gurley, the actual Todd Gurley with just a few less touches, and you get him in the second round, you're probably gonna win your league. Maybe not win. Okay, you're gonna be in the playoffs. Yeah. And you know what? If you miss on a second round guy, it's not over for you. Because there's waivers. Listen to us all year. We'll tell you who to get. Yeah. And I've, I mean, how many times in our leagues have my top guy been lost? For, I had a stretch there where everybody in our auction, whoever I paid top dollar for, got like a knee injury that year. I, Jamal Charles, Adrian Peterson, happened to me a couple times. You know what? Didn't ruin my year. I still won.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> lost for the year. And you, it, yeah. Yeah. You can, you can make that up.
0: Yeah. And people always say, I always love the, there's always the saying is you can't, you can't win your draft in the first round, but you can lose your draft in the first round. You know what? Actually, I don't think you can. If you, I don't think the Maybe first— You
1: can hurt yourself. You can hurt yourself, <laughs> sure,
0: but it's not over. And you know what? The second round's even a little better. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but you know what? I think you can win. You can win your league in the second round if you get Todd Gurley this year. <laughs> 100%. <laughs> and and you know There's a lot of people that think I'm crazy for saying that, which is, uh, hey, whatever. It's <laughs> Todd, Todd Gurley. Todd Gurley was going behind Dalvin Cook. He went behind Dalvin Cook in the Scott Fish Bowl. You don't have any injury concerns on Dalvin Cook. Where's the, where's,
1: those? where's Where's
0: those injury concerns?
1: Yeah, I like Dalvin Cook, but yeah, I do too. I, I mean, think he's really talented, but, but yeah, his, his injuries are way more concerning than what Gurley is.
0: So, I mean, he went behind Odell Beckham. You don't have any injury concerns with Odell Beckham. Guys hurt two years in a row. Yeah, I like Odell Beckham a lot, but uh, well, he's nah. hurt two years in a row. I mean, just come and, on.
1: And that's the funny part too. <laughs> it doesn't stop anyone from drafting those players, and those players haven't ended the number one well, whatever. The past two years.
0: Le'Veon Bell went four running backs ahead of Gurley. There's no concerns with Le'Veon Bell at all? Playing for a terrible team and hasn't played in a year? You have no concerns whatsoever. Really? None?
1: Okay, just... God, Gurley better be good. (laughs) 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 All All right, you're number two. All right, number two. This one is completely out of right field, but I don't get to talk about him usually, so I want to talk about him a little bit right now. (laughs) <laughs> and this is one of those guys that I'm going to keep an eye on for years to come because I truly think he is a special talent and he is in a good position. And, you know, we will officially find out. I mean, okay. It's Dallas Goddard. Ah. So tight end yeah. for Philly. Yes, he is behind Zach Ertz, who is tremendous. And yeah, I think he's only I think Ertz is only 28. Like he's still young. But last year they started running a ton of two tight end sets. And Goddard showed out. He did well. For a tight end, he did really well. He had 33 receptions, 334 yards, and four touchdowns. That is as a tight end two and a rookie. I mean, it's pretty crazy. And the said I was going to talk about um, when, uh, when Craig was talking about Nojoku and how long it takes for a tight end to develop and why I think that Dallas Goddard is so special is because it just doesn't happen. I mean, and they, you know, you can talk about exceptions, but I, I believe Ingram was the best rookie tight end ever. And he had 60 receptions, even, you know, Gronkowski is kind of a freak of nature. And I think he got up to 30 or something, 30 or 40. Very few people actually get a lot of receptions their, their rookie year. It just doesn't happen. Um, actually, yeah, here, here's a stat. Since 2008, only 12 rookie tight ends have had more than 40 receptions in a season,
0: um yeah gronk had 42
1: 42
0: yep 42 for 546 remember everyone just thinks well Gronk was good right away he had 10 touchdowns but so with say like, with Goddard here so I mean I don't get to break down the tape you know very much we n- neither of us really have time for that I wish we I wish I could look at it and watch a little bit more but um Chris Harris who it's a podcast I enjoy and he's actually one of them that actually breaks down the tape and, you know, he looks at these players a lot because, you know, he has the time to do it. He actually talked about Goddard last week and basically was telling, saying this Goddard just kind of is extremely good player. Very good player. We might just not get to see it right away because of hurts. He's just not there, but he was he had a lot of high praise for Goddard and that doesn't come that easy and I it's an opinion of somebody I trust. I trust his opinion. And if he says Goddard's a really, really good special player, I believe it. And, I mean, it might not be this year, but it could be. If yeah. Ertz went down, that's just one of those sets. If Ertz went down, this guy's going to be really good. Why? He's going to be. He's he's right. good.
1: It, it, he would automatically turn into a top seven for sure. But he, he could easily be a top five guy.
0: Yeah. And... and maybe though they see this too and they integrate him more
1: oh I, you know what i mean like i mean he already i think the stat give me a little bit of leeway here because i did look him up but it was earlier today but i believe he was on the field for like 34 of snaps as a rookie and you ha- and you're also the second tight end right so once again keep that in mind you're not the number one you're not a you know you're not joseki or you're you know andrews or someone like that who pretty much has carte blanche and then and you know actually underperformed what Dallas did. You know that that is unbelievable in itself. Um but they also they in Philly they just know how to use him.
0: He, it would be I think they're going to use him more this year. I think they know what they have in him and he's going to have to be used more. And okay, they, I mean they have a lot of pass catchers but none that I feel like are just I mean Alshon is still Alshon. He's fine but he's he's not special. He's really not. He never became I feel like a special player. He's just a good player. Deshaun Jackson's going to catch a couple deep balls once in a while. then who else? Nelson Aguilar. He just, he didn't really pan out. I don't think. And then they drafted, um, what's his name? Our, our, our Sega Whiteside or something. And people say he's, he's not ready. Why don't they use Goddard? And look at, make it a Gronkowski Hernandez thing. The Patriots did before that was like, it could be that if you have a guy that good, there's no reason to not use him just because there's another guy ahead of him that's slightly better. Use them both.
1: And I'll be honest, I'm in a in a deep draft like Scott Fishbowl. Like I'm actually looking for him very late as one of my last ones just to see, you know, what if kind of thing. But I mean, also, he, he's huge and he's incredibly athletic. He's 6'5", 260 pounds. Like, this guy is, he can really be deadly in the red zone or anywhere. I mean, he is a super athlete and the biggest knock against him coming out of college was the fact that he didn't, you know, you weren't sure who he played against because he came out of a smaller school. Well, he answered that. He 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 can play in the NFL. Yeah, he's
0: gonna I, he's gonna be a good player in a couple of years. Uh, maybe you'll see how quick it happens. But he was actually just picked in the 11th round in a Scott Fish Bowl League. Really, first, first time he was picked. 11th round.
1: 11th round. Oh, okay. So you have a little little bit. You have a little bit. That seems aggressive.
0: (laughs) Yeah, you have a little bit. I like that one. That's a a good pick. Yeah. mine My last two aren't as inspiring. A little more chalk here.
1: Yeah, my last one is yeah. So
0: my number two, it shouldn't be that much of a surprise if you've listened. It's uh, Aaron Jones. I'm a big Aaron Jones fan. He's moving up my draft boards. I he's actually, he's up to 12th on my, on my current ranks. I've, I've been a weird thing with Aaron Jones. I started him in my early, early ranks, like in, I don't know, whenever we did our first ranks, like January or February. And he was in the top 10. I did. I backed off that a little bit, but he's moving his way back up. He's twelfth. He's ahead of Nick Chubb for me. He's ahead of Leonard Fournette. He's ahead of Damian Williams. Now I just feel if green Bay gives this guy the opportunity, he's going to be great. And that's pretty much it. I don't, I'm not going to get into it too much right now because I've talked about Aaron Jones so much. I've done the same spiel so much. it. But everyone knows it. If he gets an opportunity and he gets the majority of the carries, the guy is going to be great. And he's, he's just better than Jamal Williams. He's just better than the guys around him. He's going to be a really good player if he gets a chance. And I think he will finally get the chance this year. So Aaron Jones, my number two.
1: Number one, a guy that I love and I do actually have on the Scott Fishbowl. And so does Craig. Oh, and- yeah, there we go. Juju Smith Schuster. I've loved this guy since he came, you know, into the NFL. And there's many reasons I love him. One of them is the fact that I believe he was like one of the youngest players ever to come in the NFL. Like he is going to come into his third year playing, and he is going to be 22 until November.
0: That he's he's something it, special. It's I think. insane.
1: It yeah. is really insane. And on top of that, last year, I mean, two years ago, he he really broke out of his shell. He did wonderful. But if you look at last year, when you have Antonio Brown also commanding all those targets. And Now he obviously is without Antonio Brown, and he's going to be the number one guy. That is going to be the question mark now. Can he be the go-to guy? This guy was incredible. He really was, and he gets overshadowed because of all the you know the hubbub around you know what went on with Pittsburgh. But he had he was seventh in receptions. He had hundred and eleven receptions for one thousand four hundred twenty-six yards, which let me see if I can actually, which ranks him fifth in yards. And then on top of that too. Targets he ranked fourth with 166. And this is all all why he still had the best wide receiver in the game um across from him, who was also getting over Jeez, I'm trying to think where this guy was. But anyway, he was just he was phenomenal. And he only had seven touchdowns on top of that, where Antonio Brown had fifteen. I I I it's hard to believe the fact that this kid could get better, but he might.
0: I don't think there's ever been a, I mean, I, I I don't know if this off the top of my head, but it feels like he's, has probably never, or not many players that were that young, that good. I mean, he was 21 for the majority of that season. He didn't turn 22 till November 22nd, and yet he had 111 catches for 1,400 yards. That's, that's something, that's a special player. And he was already as good as he was his rookie year, where we saw the potential, and he was only 20, and he just got better. I mean, they're we got him in the – I think we both got him in a good spot. You got him – we got him in the second round in our yeah, fishbowl. I got him at great. the end
1: of the second. That's the only reason I didn't get girly is because
0: – Yeah, this is tough to pass on. And he's – um he could be – there's a guy that you're looking at that's – he's what currently – let's see. What is he ranked right now? Around He's, he's usually around seventh or so wide receiver-wise. If there's a guy who could finish number one from down this, it's definitely Juju. He could finish yeah. number one next year. There's no, no problem.
1: And, and look at it as well. Like – Maybe he's not Antonio Brown. Maybe that's what we find out this year. That Nothing wrong with that. Antonio Brown is a freak. He is amazing, amazing wide receiver. But Antonio Brown was easily the number one fantasy pick year in, year out because he was so good and because he was on that Pittsburgh offense. And we are starting to see, yeah, maybe you don't agree with everything they do, but we, we're starting to see that they're the kingmaker. They really do make players fantasy relevant. We saw it with Le'Veon Bell, which is why I'm a little bit, I think he's a good player, don't get me wrong, but I'm a little bit concerned him going to the Jets. It's a very different, you know, just situation that he's going to be in. And Antonio Brown, we're about about to find out what he's going to be when he's in Oakland. I mean, you thought there was distractions before, but, you know, Roethlisberger is a good quarterback. Their line is very good. Their coaching is very good. So, uh, I mean, Juju has an opportunity to, pole vault into that that upper stratosphere when we're talking about hey Devontae Adams, Hopkins, and Juju.
0: He definitely can. And I think I I wouldn't bet against it. I think he's going to be up there. So I'll go with my number one here. And this is uh I didn't I didn't go down the board for this one at all. He's actually way up there. It's uh Christian McCaffrey. I love Christian McCaffrey this year.
1: Nothing wrong he with is, that.
0: <laughs> he, right as of today. So he is now my number two running back, and I'm I'm considering moving him to number one. I think that strongly of him. I don't know if you agree, but I think that this guy, he's. When's the last time you can think of uh, Christian McCaffrey being hurt? Either this guy's not hurt. I don't. He he doesn't get injured. He's always out there. I mean, he's played all 16 games both times. He's barely, I mean, he's never yeah. hurt. He's not injured.
1: I know. I know. He's but not injured. That's true. But, he. I mean, he did put on a bunch of muscle in I mean, order to make sure. And he, he, I mean, he is pretty incredible athlete. But I do, you know. 107 catches. I know. It is 107. incredible. 107. I mean, it really is incredible. But he has, only, he has only played two seasons so far. So, I don't like to, like, really Man. give him the designation Thir- of Iron Man. 13 total touchdowns last year.
0: He only had 219 carries, but he turned that into 1098 yards for a five yards per carry. He could get a few more carries. The 107 catches. This is a running back. 107. Is he? I don't even know if he's a he's a running back slash wide has, receiver. The guy's so good.
1: Has a, yeah, I don't think so. He he. We might actually see the first running back ever to go a thousand and a thousand. I think he can do it. Yeah. I don't see why he can't. No, do no it. one's ever done that before, right? I don't. I don't think so. I, don't, I actually don't know. I don't know either. I don't see why he can't do it.
0: I know uh David Johnson wants to be the guy who does that but I'm going to put my I'm going to bet on uh, Christian McCaffrey to do it. And he's up there for me. It's right now which I guess I haven't revealed this on the podcast but Saquon Barkley is not my number 3 running back. Yeah. So Christian McCaffrey and Zeke are battling out for number 1 right now and Christian McCaffrey might take over Zeke.
1: And I still don't I don't okay. agree with that one. I would still put I mean, you can make an argument. I, I I wouldn't go too far out of my way to argue that necessarily, but I still like Saquon the best. Which
0: hey, teaches him. <laughs> I just think McCaffrey's gonna be great. And then I mean I'll tell everyone thinks McCaffrey's great. Right. I just think he's just I don't know. I think he's gonna have a special season.
1: I just can't imagine a world where, I mean, maybe he does get more receptions, but it's hard to imagine that world. So are they really going to give him more rushes? And then if they do, he's more apt to get, you know, hurt. I mean, he's still in the top three, like no matter what. So it's not like I'm really dinging him, like downgrading him. I mean, he was just so many touches, 219 rushes, 107 receptions. I mean Man, give the poor guy a break.
0: He's really, really, really good. Yeah. So, all right, that's it. That's going to be do it for players we love.
1: Went a little bit,
0: not too crazy on the list this year. At least I didn't. But
1: I mean, yeah, it was a kind of a, a fun one that we get to talk about yeah. people you don't usually then, touch
0: on. And now we'll try not to talk about these guys so much anymore, at least like Aaron Jones. I've talked about him too much. Todd Gurley. I think you guys are sick of Todd Gurley at this point. So we'll, we won't bring him up until we go to running back rankings. And then we'll talk about him because we'll have him higher than most. But that will do it for today. We'll talk to you guys on our next episode, which is going to be some players we actually haven't talked about very much, which there's a few of them, so we we should briefly bring up some guys that, for some reason or another, just, I don't know, maybe, I don't know why we haven't talked about them, we just haven't. Maybe they're boring to us. Maybe they just slipped under the radar, but we'll bring up five guys each that we haven't talked about. Talk to you guys next
1: time.